Welcome to episode 18 of the Vegan Noobs Podcast. This week I chat with a vegan activist and I get to find out his journey to veganism and how he became an activist. Michael, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast tonight. It's great to finally get a chance to speak to you. Yeah, it's great to be here. So I'm sure this is somewhat redundant, but for those that might not know who you are, would you like to do a little introduction? Okay, so my name is Michael Goodchild. Uh, people know me on the internet as the vegan activist. Basically a YouTuber, uh, sort of an environmental vegan animal rights activist. Um, I do a fair bit of street activism where I go around like interviewing people and just talking to people one-to-one and like going to protests. But I spend the majority of my time just creating free resources and short films to educate and inspire people to progress to a vegan lifestyle and i feel like social media is the best use of my time right now and it's just the way forward it's the future most people are just like sat scrolling through twitter and instagram and watching youtube videos so i feel like i should just put my voice in there and you know put some content out that might hopefully inspire people and you know and convince them to go vegan so yeah, I've been doing it for about a year and a half now um, on the YouTube. I had a blog before that um, where I sort of wrote some educational posts about like why you should not support the dairy industry and things like that, which I ended up transferring over to videos eventually. Um, I've been vegan about three years, um, was vegetarian several years before that. And yeah, I mean, the last sort of year I've been doing talks and um, sort of speaking to like several people a day just helping them go vegan and uh, it's sort of exponentially growing. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's like every every time I go online, it seems like you're doing something or other. You're always yeah. busy, which is good because your, your content's excellent and you, like, the, the tone uh, that you uh, permeate through your content is just perfect for like the type of uh, information I like as well. Yeah, yeah, I think... Yeah, I like to sort of produce the content that would have helped me like three years ago. So that's what I'm going for, like just clear stuff that just like gets straight to the point, doesn't waste your time. Totally, man. Like uh, that was that was kind of something that resonated quite strongly with me after I went vegan, and I, you know, how you go through that phase, and I'm kind of still there where yeah, you're you're quite angry because you're like, oh my goodness, mm. I'm a bit self-loathing because how could I be so dumb, not know this, not actively investigate and know what I'm uh, contributing to. Yeah. And then someone uh, just essentially said, try to be the vegan that you wish you had met to like actually convince you and tell you the truths, you know. Yeah. I didn't need someone being shouty and angry. I needed someone that was just logical, calm, calm, exactly, and consistent, you know? Yeah, and just gave you the information. Just That's it. Because real you. change comes from you recognising that inconsistency and choosing change. Yeah. So that's that's what makes it lasting. Yeah, I've seen the way that I do it. I mean, it sounds like big-headed, but I've seen that the approach that I do seems to help the most people, and which is why I don't, go and like scream at people and shout you know i just try and help people and like shepherd them through the process of just like doing the right thing in a world where apathy and injustice is the norm yeah i know that's such a 
a scary but true way of putting it. Mm. And but uh, yeah, you, you if you you get angry at people, then it's easy for them to get angry with you as a person. Oh yeah. And then, and then you start silly debates and they don't go anywhere. Well, exactly. Then they've got their kind of their get out of jail card of, oh, well, you're just an asshole, so <laughs> I don't need to listen to you, even though you're totally rational and absolutely right. Exactly. So, no, it, it totally makes sense, man. Mm. In terms of being vegan, how long have you been down this wonderful road? Yeah, um, I mean, I said it before, like three oh, yeah, years. Three years. Oh my but goodness. I'll, I'll do you want me to describe the story of like, sort of how it happened. Yeah, so uh, catch me up on how yeah. you actually decided to go vegan. Yeah, so um, I was vegetarian when I was about 11, like 10 to 11. But it was like a slow, gradual like transition mm-hmm. where I kind of, I was mostly vegetarian, but like if someone took me to McDonald's and like the peer pressure happened, I'd just sort of have it. Um, but I think I was fully vegetarian, maybe sort of late 11 year. Uh, and that was because my sister went vegetarian and, you know, introduced the whole concept of like not eating meat and the fact that that was something you could do. And then like as she was sort of talking about things, I don't remember exactly what she said. It just put me off eating meat. Uh, maybe just because I saw it as a dead animal, as just like like a corpse that like I didn't really want in my body. Yeah. It wasn't so much about ethics, even though I think I knew that like, yeah, I didn't want to kill animals and that was like vaguely there. I didn't really understand about the industries or anything. So it wasn't really driven by like, a love for animals or like a sense of justice it was mostly just like um just kind of like a personal hygiene sort of thing where it's like oh this is kind of be going to be disgusting and make me feel a bit gross and then like gradually after about sort of five years you know i slowly started to learn little things i became more of like a outspoken vegetarian um but i didn't really think about it that much i remember at one point someone asked me when i was about like 14 you know like why are you vegetarian i was just like i don't like meat you know so i don't really care about animals or anything it's just like i just think it's a bit gross and that was because i was just shared of it shared scared of, of explaining the fact that like you know i don't want to kill animals you know just because they they're not there yet and they don't understand but essentially when i was about 16 and i was doing my gcse's uh, i did a food tech course like the coursework thing and I did a project on vegetarianism because I most of the other things you needed to cook some kind of animal products. I did the vegetarian one because the teacher said it would be the best thing for me. And you were allowed to specialize and do like a special thing. You could do like, um, like vegetarianism, veganism, um, and other like special diets, like, um, like you'd research halal and stuff like that. Or I can't remember exactly, but there are all these little different things. So I did veganism and through the process, I, ended up buying all the dairy-free milks and tried hummus for the first time and like all the vegan cheeses and made recipes like I made a vegan cake and I realized you could do that. And it just sort of warmed me to the idea. But at that stage, I hadn't really connected with the ethics. It was just a case of like, I knew this is something that's doable. So, I mean, I had the kind of the how, but I didn't really have the why, which is like normally the other way around for most people. And then there was an animal aid school speaker who came into the school uh, to sort okay. of give a talk that, that I was supposed to do research on for my um, my coursework, but I ended up missing the talk because I was called <laughs> to do. It's the irony. I would have gone vegan there and then if I would have watched it, but um, I missed most of the talk because I got called to do this um, like music recording thing because uh, I was like a big musician back then. I still am, I guess, but um, that was a big part of my life then. Uh, so I missed it, but they were handing out leaflets. Like he handed one out at the end. 
So I got this little leaflet that had basically all the information I needed. And I was slowly reading through it as I was doing the coursework. Little bits were sort of going in. And at that, at that point, eggs became something that I didn't really want to associate myself with. So I was, I had less and less eggs. And it was a case of like, if there's eggs in this like cake, I might eat it. But I wasn't having whole eggs at a time. Mm. And it was just like a rare occasion I'd have eggs because they, they sort of grossed me out as well because I sort of to look at where they came from. And yeah. I was making the connection, but it was a very slow process. And then um, I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw uh, like a blog post to some vegetarian thing where it was like this recipe, like how to make the best vegetarian pie you'll ever taste or something. So I was like, oh, yeah, vegetarian pie. I'll have that. Um, this is like late 16 for me. Um, so I had um, uh, I was like looking through this pie and then right next to this Thing on this vegetarian blog website thing there was a link to Henya Mania's Gangnam Style parody which is <laughs> vegan style yeah. which is like I mean at this point I was probably like I was supposed to be kind of half researching something or I don't know what I was supposed to be doing but I was procrastinating basically so I was like oh let's watch this and um, I watched that and then halfway through she recommends watching Gary Rosky's speech she goes like watch the best speech you'll ever hear so I had an hour to waste apparently and I uh procrastination is like likely why I went vegan as well just that sheer yep. I don't know wanting the distraction so it's usually like a documentary I would throw on or something yep. like that so good so, so uh, <laughs> I watched Gary Rosky's speech like an hour later I was vegan straight away um, I didn't really know how to kind of explain it to other people so like over the next couple of days I was watching all the other speeches I was watching like James Wildman's 101 Reasons to Go mm. Vegan I was watching Earthlings. I was watching um, some videos from Bite Size Vegan because I think at this time this was when she just started her channel. So she had a few of those sort of kind of basic videos out which were really helpful. Uh, I was reading a lot of sort of information from Gary Roski's website, just like the adapt.org thing yeah. where it's just got like what's wrong with leather, what's wrong with this. Uh, I was just looking through, things, looking through things on the internet, like looking for recipes, looking for um, just like information of stuff I could share. And yeah, that was my veganism. I suppose in... The next question. I don't want to like ruin your thing, but like, <laughs> you're too used to being a podcaster yourself. Damn it! I've, I've... <laughs> no, I did man. this. <laughs> I was just going to say it's it's interesting because like uh, no word of a lie that like, that's a really similar sort of process to what, what like how I finally went vegan as well because I yeah, yeah. I was uh, vegetarian for four years, mm. uh, and it was just a day of procrastination and like things starting to sink in. Yeah, of, I know I should really look into more like because. I went vegetarian for the ethics as well. Yeah. So it was like, like going, becoming a vegan, uh, sorry, an ethical vegan was just like the, a normal yeah. thing. And it was as soon as I started watching, it was, yeah, Yurovsky, you know, watched Earthlings and it was the 101 reasons to go vegan. And I was like, man, like, what am I, who, who am I trying to kid here? Yeah. You got no excuses, have you? No, like, absolutely. Sort of and now, and that was only what seven months ago, eight months ago. So, oh, oh yeah. Like at this point now, like you can't avoid uh, ethical veganism content on YouTube. So, oh yeah, we're taking it over. It's great. No, it's amazing. Like uh, I think I, I had to be flurry into uh, veganism in terms of looking into it a little, and I didn't really see much on in in the ways of like video resource. Yeah. But now it's just man, it's all over the place. Yeah, I mean, like, since I, when I first went vegan, Gary Rosky's speech was, like, one of the only vegan things you could watch. I mean, it seemed like that at the time, yeah. at least. Like, Bite Size Vegan was just getting started. That was, like, 
that's how it's you know before bite size vegan i don't even know what was around it's just like um like Emily's a few kind content's of... just perfect for like even stuff for kids oh like, those kids video i've Emily got a kids has video done something soon, actually that yeah it's just like perfect for almost any situation yeah i think she's my like role model for like the sort of direction that i'm going with my channel but like i think she goes into it in a very, very well-sighted kind of way. Yes. I think what I'm all about, because she's like a ex-university dropout I student. I think she's yeah, a med student. Yeah, med student. Um, I haven't really got that. I'm more like, um, the last thing I did was like A-levels. I suppose I went to university for a bit. Oh, you're still um, a young guy, man. Yeah, I'm young. I've still got that kind of like revision mindset where it's like, let's just sum this up in a basic way that will just kind of give you all the main stuff you need to know and won't overcomplicate anything or confuse you. It will just sort of... But we stuff. do live in the age of too long, don't read. So it's yeah. like you kind of have to like compress it in a compelling way because yeah. often it, you can give someone uh, a dissertation, but like nine times out of ten, people won't read it. Yeah. So it's true. So like, did you just like start doing informative videos straight off the bat? No, not at all. So when I first went vegan, this is like. It's about a month, about a month less than three years now. So basically, like, I mean, when you watch stuff like Gary Yoski's speech, it kind of turns you into an activist as well as like a vegan because totally he's right. got that like passion behind it. And it's just like, you know, it's changed things. And um, you can't really be passive after that. So what I did was like straight away, I was just sharing all this stuff on Facebook and um, just like doing what I could with sort of what I had. And at the time it was like Facebook and like talking to people at school. Um, so I was just saying like, every kind of controversial thing that yeah. I could say. I was like, oh, stop funding rape. You're, um, you're an animal abuser. And um, it didn't work. I thought it would. I was like, come on, I understand this. Why can't you understand? And like, no one listened. Everyone was just laughing at me. I think that was one of the hard things I found <laughs> uh, turning vegan as well. It's like, <coughs> all right, I've, I've clicked on. I understand this now. Yeah. I explained it to you in words that I, I heard yeah. to convince myself. Yep. Why don't you get it? This is weird. Uh, it's so frustrating. It is frustrating. Um, so I was trying to do all this and uh, it didn't get through to anyone. It just annoyed a lot of people. A lot of people, I mean, because I was at school at the time, a lot of people were just like bitching about me and <laughs> it was kind of <laughs> funny, but a little bit embarrassing because like, I look back now and I'm thinking I could have done that a lot better, but I, was, I didn't even have the facts though. So when people were trying to argue with me, I was just like making stuff up and, you know, just like trying to find out a way of like yeah, yeah. making them understand but I didn't make have to them understand them. but essentially just try to win the argument yeah basically yeah it wasn't effective but um slowly after time i started to sort of just understand what was sort of going on and i could like talk about it in a clearer way so i did end up like slowly people just started to see me as a role model and inspiration rather than just that crazy guy who always compares rape it compares eating animals to rape <laughs> yeah and um yeah so a few people like uh help go vegan that i was just chatting to like friends um but i didn't really i wasn't like a massive activist i called myself an activist but i wasn't really an activist it was just like me being like i was me like whining to other people and moaning and sharing some like vegan psychic photos or something and just like thinking i was doing enough and i suppose at the time it was all right because like, i had lots of school work and stuff but um, I ended up, I went to a protest, like one of the first ones, it was probably about a year into being vegan. So I went to like a protest and, um, 
I ended up sort of meeting like the first vegans that I'd ever met, really, which was really inspiring. Cool. Um, I met someone, uh, one of my friends, who was like vegan like a few more years than me, and um, yeah, she like really had like a lot of like she knew how to leaflet and all that, and then like she, we chatted a long like long time over like a couple years, and um, well, I mean like we still chat now, but um, just like constantly and it sort of really inspired me to sort of get creative with it and just like find all these different ways of doing things. Cause like for me at the time, it was just like, all I could do was share a Facebook photo and mm-hmm. talk to people. But then I realized I could like get these leaflets from animal aid and then just like hand them out on the street. And, um, you could put stickers on things and, um, there's all these protests going on that I didn't realize were going on. And it sort of brought me into this whole world. And I was just like really excited to just like do everything I could to like experiment with everything. Awesome. And it was one of those things where it wasn't really sustainable what I was doing because, a lot of this sort of stuff, you have to travel far. I was a student. Yeah. I didn't have any money. I couldn't really afford it. It was like I have to save up for loads to get to like wherever it was and then come back the same day because I didn't really obviously know anyone to stay with at that point. Like now I can do that. But um, it was all one of those things where you had to plan all the day and do it and it was really expensive. So I was doing little bits here and there and it slowly became like less and less productive. Um, but then I met someone else who just started a blog up and I was like, oh, maybe I should start a blog. Like, I'm fairly good at writing. I've always been really good at like just sort of writing educational stuff and like articles, all that sort of thing. So I thought I'll do a blog and I'll write like I'll just create a really big kind of bank like resource, like a sort of website resource thing with all the information where you can just sort of like copy and paste it and just like put all the information out, inspire people to sort of change, and I can share it with people. So the idea that like if people ask me like what's wrong with the dairy industry, I can share that blog post about the dairy industry. Or if someone asks me about like you know um, what goes on, like why is honey unhealthy or something like that, or yeah. why is dairy un- unhealthy, I just like do a little thing like that. So I did all these little blog posts. It didn't really. Like, I went for about a few months, but then it kind of tailed off, and I got busy because I was like really researching loads. I was like reading like books and all these like I was buying loads of things to just like try and find out all the information and reading like all the articles I could find I was like doing it proper obsessively um kind of university style uh research and I was like finding everything out making all these notes and it kind of tailed off when I could realize that YouTube was more effective because I was looking at my stats and I was thinking I'm getting like three people read my things a day (laughs) And I was just like, I'm spending all this time and it's just not going anywhere. I'm sharing it with people. I'm doing my best. Yeah. And yeah, it was just a waste of time, really. Um, but I mean, it wasn't a waste of time. No, because when I, I started, all the things you would have learned of translated yeah, yeah. into your content now. That's that's the thing. Um, so then I started to get into like Harley and Freely. They were the first sort of YouTubers that I got into, that and Bite Size Vegan. Um, so I was watching all their sort of stuff and like they have a lot of things on like, you know, get on YouTube and stuff. I read the like Carb the Fuck Up mm-hmm. ebook. Uh, where it's like um, get on YouTube, you can do that. And I think one of the things that really appealed to me about um, YouTube was a lot of people, well, I mean, not a lot of people, I think it was just mostly during Rider and Freely, like some people could actually do it as a full-time thing where they're like non-stop activists and they're like, they're enjoying it. It's not so much like a, a job that you hate, you're just doing everything you love and that's something that can be sustainable. So I thought, I mean, maybe this is where I should go. So I, I just experimented with it. I just started up a channel, did like a what I eat in a day sort of video uh, for my first video. And I sort of went from there. I went really hard with it, though. I was like doing daily videos for a while. and Oh, man. That's intense. Yeah, it was, um, it, was, it was difficult. But I think I just kept going and I was like commenting. I was doing everything I could, trying to contact other people. And 
I mean, I look back now, my content was awful, but I was I was like getting started, building up the subscribers. Man, like and then, your your first content's always going to be your first <laughs> content. It's it, you're always going to get better. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh, I know a lot of people that are just like getting started at the moment. They're just starting up because they've seen like other people that are inspiring them to get on YouTube and that. Yeah. The content, like the editing's always a bit choppy and and like they they sound a bit nervous and you can kind of tell that this isn't the best work that they're going to do. But like you appreciate the fact that like they're they're becoming something great. And my um. My blog was called Becoming an Activist because I, I set that blog up and I was like, this is like, this is the start. This is where I actually really mm-hmm. like become an activist. And then the thing that was great because um, on the word, because it was a WordPress blog, your profile like name thing has to be a certain character length. And like, I would have otherwise just called it Becoming an Activist because it's easy to just have you as that. Yeah. But yeah, that was too many characters. So I thought, oh, how do oh, I do no Becoming way. an Activist? I thought, oh, Vegan Activist. So I just changed it to vegan activist. And then um, when I started YouTube, I was like, oh, what should I call my YouTube channel? And I thought vegan activist. And yeah, I've got to be consistent. Then I thought stick a the on it. And then it's like the vegan activist. And it just works so perfectly. Yeah, man. But yeah, and then I started to do these sort of quick videos where it's like like the dairy industry in 60 seconds where I got like my old blog posts and sort of condensed them. And then basically just put visuals and a voice over there. And that was like perfectly transferable and it just worked for so many videos and that was like i like those videos they're good i, I want to do sort of more of those sort of things but just like a better quality now i think that's my um aim soon well that's it man it's like and it's those particular videos that i i prefer just in terms of mm. obviously the the editing quality but it's the it's the concise information that's easy to share yeah yeah so do, do you have like a particular favorite video that you've done Okay, this is um this is the last one. Yeah, it's um there's a few different ones that I really like for different reasons. Um I think the one that's probably helped the most people would be the how to go vegan overnight one which I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've watched that. Yeah, I mean, I watch it now and I think like I'd like to do an updated version. Um it's got like 100,000 views or something now. But um nice. it's a little bit choppy, but it's just got everything you need to just get you started. It's like how to educate yourself. Mm. Uh, you know what to eat, like, and then like how to consider like clothing and um, cosmetics and stuff like that. And then the last part is just like how to get active and just like you know go from there. And it's just like sort of. I mean, the edits like it took me a lot of time to do, but it's just like fairly basic and simple. Anyone can watch it. The thumbnail's decent, and I know so many people well, they tell me and I see it on Twitter and stuff where it's like if someone's like, oh, I want to go vegan or like I'm not sure about veganism or something like that. They just share this video and they show it to people. Yeah, man. And it's got enough kind of like vegan food porn, like, oh, and you can have vegan chocolate <laughs> and stuff and vegan cheese. And uh, people appreciate that. Like, there's a lot of like health focused vegans, and like, I understand all the health stuff. But I think me saying, yeah, there's loads of vegan chocolate, there's loads of vegan cheese, that's the thing that turns people vegan. Like, that's what helped me with Gary Rofsky's speech, where he's like, and there's tofurkey jerky. And, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, I keep some of that tofurkey. Well, it's it's still like, and that was uh, Gary, one of the other vegan noobs, like that. He uh, helped me go vegan, and it was yeah. that whole. His advice was find out how to veganize your favorite dish. Yep. Find your your safer vegan junk food, and find mm. your favorite vegan beer or whatever. So that oh, way, yeah. no matter how good or bad a day you've had, you've got a fallback that's an ethical choice. Exactly. Uh, Fortunately, like I said earlier, like I've, I've, I'd like to think I've been an ethical vegan from day one. So there was yeah. never that whole oh, nah, I just want me. chocolate. It's more I, I knew 
what yeah. my choice meant. But that was great advice. Just having that kind of fallback of mm. knowing that I can make my favorite meal and there's nothing to worry about. I can do my fancy meal if I really want to do something fancy that's vegan as well. Mm. It's all easy, easy stuff. And then I found a uh, Vigo bars and it's oh, like yeah. the best chocolate in the planet. Oh, I had one of those the other day. Oh, really? Oh, so good. Vegfest Bristol. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it's just salivating thinking about them. They're better than any kind of dairy chocolate ever. And that's see, I I lit. I don't tend to eat them that much. I buy them, and then if I'm hanging around with friends or colleagues that aren't vegan, I'm like, "You have to try this chocolate." Oh yeah, like, this is the best chocolate ever. <laughs> it's like I know, and nothing had to die. Oh yeah, it's uh, oh, I can't. I actually can't believe how good it is. I don't know why I'm surprised, but it's like I was a very. I would binge on milk chocolate. <laughs> yeah, so me too. It's like to know that like there there's a an even better. Uh, vegan chocolate it's like oh man there are no excuses for not going vegan yeah but anyway so yeah that's probably my favorite video an extension of that which is the complete guide to vegan food is the same sort of like thing why i like it but it's just like it focuses on the like what to eat thing but to mm. like to the max where it's like this is literally like everything you can eat you can eat vegan burgers you can eat vegan pie you can eat vegan uh, pizza you can eat banana smoothies if you want to be healthy. You can just like eat all this, and then it talks about how to eat quickly, how to eat cheaply, how mm. to like eat out, how to eat like have to ha- how to have vegan like alcohol, and just like it literally goes through everything. Well, I mean, everything I could do in like seven minutes or whatever, <laughs> and like that's got a lot of sort of views. A lot of people like that. Um, but again, that's a helpful resource. Like that is the whole. To share you'll it. know yourself. You hear it all the time. Like, oh, it's too expensive to be vegan. It's oh yeah. Like, Come on, now that's just silly. <laughs> fruit and vegetables and grains and all the rest of it it's like that's like the cheapest stuff you can buy here oh, yeah. in britain anyway <laughs> yeah that's a good point actually yeah so but it's uh, yeah it, it's but it's that fear people don't it's because it's not their normal it's not everyone's been taught like no you have to you have to buy these things you only mm. get protein from meat and it's like it's tough sometimes to kind of hide that laugh but it's like you have to understand people's perspectives is like they've been raised this way they don't know any better yeah so it's true no videos like that help help a lot so yeah they're my favorite i'd say mm. well they kind of cover cover everything you really need to, to know to go like straight into it yeah because obviously the food's important in terms of you, you have to eat every day so you have to know how to live vegan yeah this is it the food is like a lot of people i mean I could like make videos constantly about like why it's bad to um, wear wool and mm-hmm. why you should like get vegan car tires that don't have stearic acid in them or something. But it's like no one wants to hear any of that, and it's not really making a massive difference trying to like worry about all that sort of stuff. And like I mean, it's like obviously good to like connect with the wider picture and do all the like leather and wool yeah, and all that. But it's the food, it's the things we eat three times a day. That's what we really need to tackle right now. Absolutely, man, and it's well, and that's the. Oh, what was it? I'm, I'm gonna get the stat wrong, but essentially, like animal agriculture is like the largest problem. I, I, not yeah. to like measure suffering of animals, which would be reckless, but yeah. in terms of just sheer volume, yeah, the most significant change mm. we can impact is our diet and how we eat and what we eat. Sorry. Yeah, something like ninety seven percent of the problem or something, isn't it? And yeah, that like, was it. It was like ninety ninety seven. Yeah, you're right. So it's all, like, all the like vivisection and fur and all that. It's like just a small small number. And like if you think about it, the grand scale, 
Like the food's the thing we need to focus on first. And then once people get the food and they're all like happy with that, then they'll just sort of get around to the other stuff. Well, that's it. And if in terms of kind of the domino effect of your, your kind of chain of thought, it's that whole, yeah. well, I know it's wrong to eat them. So obviously it's wrong to wear them. Yeah. Etc. Yeah, it makes sense. As long as you watch Earthlings or something like that, it's just. Yeah, man. Well, it's helps like you people come. Uh, find their way into veganism for different reasons be it selfish yeah. uh, environmental or, or uh, ethically but mm. I think everyone eventually stays for the ethics I don't think you can ignore it once you kind of yeah. start understanding the way the world works yeah exactly everyone wants to do the right thing it's just like most people they're just not there yet they just don't know how to do it yeah well it's like and a lot of the times I speak to people it's like oh but I eat organic it's like <laughs> okay like so I recognise that is you are trying to do the best you know how to do mm. and maintain your normal. So it, it's, I like to presume people are good people. Mm. Like not, everyone's a sort of hero in their story. So Yeah, yeah. I, I do that with my videos. I assume that everyone's like, I would say, you know, everyone, like, what's it, what's it? Um, yeah, everyone wants to do the right thing, but, you know, they're just too scared to change. They don't know yeah. how to do it. And, and to be honest, it's true with most people, but I suppose for, even for people who just are just like complete, assholes they're um it probably would make them feel guilty to be like yeah i suppose everyone else does want to do the right thing no one really wants to abuse animals and even if they kind of do want to abuse animals like they'll be like well, that does kind of make me a bit of a shitty person <laughs> true though it, it's and it is that whole fear of i don't want to be the outsider i don't want to be the only person that doesn't want to do this because <laughs> then i'm the weirdo yeah and it's like, well, like, and that, I guess that's social anxiety and lots of other uh, layers of complication. But it's, <laughs> I don't know, I've always been the the sort of like the the rock rocker kid, metalhead. Yeah. So I've always I've always like been familiar with the fringe. So mm. being vegetarian then vegans never really kind of daunted me socially. Yeah. Yeah, I was always just introverted, so I just do what I do. Well, there you go, man. Yep. I came to a point in my life where I really stopped caring what other people thought mm. uh, and it's quite liberating oh yeah it's nice when you just like you're going out and you say like if you put a sticker somewhere and you get like a funny look you're just like <laughs> I don't even care yeah. you, you read it you give me a funny look yeah, yeah exactly you <laughs> recognise what I've just done yeah <laughs> I'm getting more and more cocky I was like the more I do and it's kind of funny <laughs> but it's more the more you do stuff you realise no one's going to say anything anyway yeah so why not I'm often I have the the mantra of it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yeah. So it's true. That's what it's worked thus far anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't got arrested yet, so that's a bonus. Man, at the end of the day, so long as you're not hurting anyone and yeah, I'm not gonna get arrested. Uh, having any like criminal damage, like there's there's nothing. Yeah. You're not breaking any laws. Yeah. But that's maybe that's that's a podcast in itself for next time, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's got me thinking. I should do a video on that sort of thing. Well, Maybe. yeah, it's I uh, not to make <laughs> this too much about me, but I I, uh, I come from more of like a, a political sort of aware background, and that's how I came into like uh, the broader ethics of what I now believe. And I've always been I've always been following like anarchists and. Yeah, like uh, different ways to push back against the system, like countercultures and things like that. So yeah, uh, but this is also from a person that's never been arrested as well. So yeah, take it with a pinch of salt, I guess. 
It's true, yeah. But like, there's loads of resources uh, in terms of your your own rights and what the police can and can't do. Yeah, I've seen some good websites about that sort of thing. I, I remember when I first got into. Um, it's going to get on another tangent, but uh, I remember when I first got into the whole like, activism and I was starting to do protests, and I was thinking, like, down the line, I'm going to be breaking into some places and setting some places on fire. And like, I see now, I see that's very naive, and like, I really. I didn't really know what I was talking about because, like, you can watch videos from like ten years ago where, like, that was the only thing you could do, and people were doing it, and they're like really yeah. cool. But nowadays, you know, burning down McDonald's and getting arrested is just gonna mess up your life, and it'll make you less productive in the long term. That's it, like, man, and that, that's exactly it. It's obviously that initial fear of I, I don't really want to do it, but it's also recognizing the is <laughs> this going to make a difference? Am I going to be more? productive and beneficial to society as a whole mm. uh, being able to share content and motivate people or do i want to try and become a martyr for the sake of it you know yeah and i was like proper ready to embrace it all and i was looking on like how to talk to police after you've got caught and i was like i'm proper ready for this <laughs> yeah i'm glad i haven't had to use any of that like advice but it's good to have it in the in the head no man it's valid <laughs> it's it's Again, it's that whole mentality, the same mentality of uh, uh, finding out more about your diet. It's also being more aware of, as a citizen, what you can and can't do. Like, what rights do you have? What rights should you have? You know, it's yeah. Being politically aware is really important as well. Yeah, it is definitely because uh, that has that's another like layer of society that has a lot of control on us. And I think that's yeah. that's that was the point I was trying to make before when I was talking about. Uh, being politically aware is that whole what is control who controls you uh, no masters no gods all that kind of stuff being an anarchist yeah but yeah that's not really a, too much of a tangent because you are the vegan activist activism oh, yeah. you know it's, it's important yeah I think the thing that's um, that's great about like <laughs> the thing that's great about what I do is that it shows that because I mean like 20 years ago if you were an activist and I still get people um this is another story oh man the tangents no no but I, I love a good story I'm the tangent master I was um when I was staying over in Norwich with um Paul and Gemma yeah and the hench herbivore um they oh they might be listening actually hey Paul and Gemma hi <laughs> yeah I listened to the one you did with um Paul ages ago that was a good one. Oh man Paul is such a good guy like I feel bad because I, I totally didn't uh, message Gemma either, so I'll have to rectify <laughs> that wrong. Uh, but anyway, so I was staying around there, and they um, we were supposed to be going into some, um, oh, what were we doing? Like Just some like vegan-friendly restaurant or something. Um, I don't know if it was vegan completely, but like a vegan-friendly restaurant. And um, and Paul said to him like beforehand, will it be all right if um, he comes in? He'll probably film some stuff and... Um, you know, is that going to be okay if he films like eating the food and just like you know promoting your place? And um, and he said, you know, he's called the vegan activist. And they like they heard the word activist and they got uh -huh. really funny about it and they wouldn't let me in. <laughs> oh, no. Well, no, they, it wasn't like we were almost there, but like he asked them beforehand and they said they they don't think I would be allowed to come in. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> but obviously we arranged our plans the other way. So they obviously thought that I was going to be this crazy extremist and um, like burn something. <laughs> oh, totally. Right. And that's like much like vegans are marketed to be these crazy hippies with extreme <laughs> non-violent views. <laughs> uh, activists. Like, yeah, you can, what's an activist? Someone that's yeah. active and like loud, not even loud, just someone that's promoting 
they challenge and ideas. Yeah, that's it. But no, the activist is the black block anarchist with the Molotov cocktails <laughs> fighting with the police in London. Yeah, this. Um, so I mean, like twenty years ago, that was like what an activist was because it was like the internet wasn't really there to do that. Well, so that was suppose... the only way to kind of make it make a scene and get any sort of message out, wasn't it? Yeah, I think to be honest, if I like, if I was alive thirty years ago and I was like. Um, I mean, if I was like doing what I'm doing now, like 30 years ago mm-hmm. or something, before like we had all the internet and all, I mean, how long's the internet been around? But like before we had all this, um, I probably would be out there breaking into places, like planning all these big, um, like kind of demonstrations and things, demonstrations like that. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I like to think I'd be like uh, maybe doing talks. I think it's all one and the same. It's all like yeah. we were talking about earlier. It's finding that different uh, audience. Some people. Yeah. need the rational some people need a little jolt of reality as well yeah but um yes yeah, so that's probably but i mean the thing i'm showing now is that to be an activist you you don't have to like risk your life or your safety or like even spend any money or anything you can just like sit and just like use your phone put like a camera there and just like make a video or like make a podcast or something For sure. and anyone can do that and it's like it doesn't take anything off your back other than like 10 minutes or something and uh yeah, I mean, as soon as you make like activism sustainable and doable and just approachable for anyone, you know, you're just going to get the masses in, and that's why like YouTube has exploded and just like the internet with all the vegans, it's exploded in the last couple of years because everyone's starting to realize that like, you know, I don't have to risk anything, I'd have to give up anything. Yeah, 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 exactly. You don't have to other than just a little bit of my time, and like I can do this, it's easy, and like you know, it turns out I might be good at like posting food photos on Instagram or like making videos, and like people just love it. Yeah, see, even that way, like uh, we're talking about how people perceive activism, mm. sharing food photos. As much as there are loads on the internet and it's totally saturated, but it is activism. Of course, you, it is. your lifestyle in a, a positive light is a yeah. great activist uh, uh, activist stand for veganism as well because it normalizes yeah. it. Well, we're all just doing our bit. I think the thing is. Uh, I like to see. I mean, people always go, "Oh, this person turned me vegan." Like you know, Garyovsky turned me vegan. But I don't really see it like that anymore. I see it as like a they're like all these little um kind of steps and stages towards the process. I don't like I don't like to say, oh yeah, the baby steps and like be vegetarian and all that. But like in the steps and stages, it's like, you know, like first you see a really great photo of like vegan food and you're like, oh, maybe I should try that vegan meal. For sure. And man. then like you meet someone that's vegan and they give you like a vegan meal or something. And you're like, oh, this is cool. And then like um you go on the internet and you watch like vegan games and you get really annoyed at him and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. vegans are. And then like link next to that, you watch like a Emily video, uh, like an Emily bite sized vegan video that's like just like really sweet information that's just like explains it all. And you're like, ah, oh, maybe she's right. Um, so you just like slowly, you like, mm. and like that doesn't get through to you yet, but you're like, mm, I kind of know this right thing to do, but I'm not really sure about it. And then, like you know, a couple couple days later, you see some more vegan food popping up on your Facebook page, and you're just like, mm. and then like you you're scrolling through Facebook again, you see a video that's like how to go vegan, you're like, or like complete guide to vegan food, and you're like, hmm, this is actually something I could maybe do. And then like you watch something like Earthlings, where it's like every all the slaughterhouse footage, and then it's just like, wow, I got to go vegan now. There's no turning back. Yeah, no, totally, man, and it, it totally is that. It's that whole just the little seeds getting planted. Yeah, pardon the obvious vegan analogy <laughs> but it is true it's all about that like mm. as much as i'm absolutely the same I, I, I i'm a total abolitionist yeah but i recognize that everyone's incremental doing that change oh. is sustainable yeah 
Right. Uh, and it's just a case of making sure people realise that a little change is a good thing, but the goal should always be total veganism. Yep. Like vegetarianism, yeah, sure, that's the label for the step, just but keep going. Yeah. But yeah, no, it, it makes sense. Like it's it's daunting at first, but it's like people always ask, was it was it difficult? How do you find being vegan? It's like honestly, it's easy. Yeah, of course like, it is. I've honestly not had to change anything nah. other than like the obvious things, but I still shop in the same stores. Yeah. You know, it's it's no no uh, sort of nuisance. Yeah. I think the only the only time it, it's a little difficult is social circumstances where yeah, yeah. you want to go eat with people and things like that. Mm. It's like, well, I would rather not go there because it's a steakhouse. Yeah, yeah, I've uh, had that. Or like a place that doesn't have a lot of vegan options. But so long as you're confident and you can speak to your server, you, you know, can I have this like this and with a couple of these things? Yeah. And most people that call themselves chefs will be able to prepare prepare something. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I've been in some situations where, like, I mean, like, I'm at, like, a pub or something, <laughs> and, like, they do no vegan options. Like, you might be able to get chips or something, but there's nothing. Yeah. And then, like, we've contacted them, like, a week before or something, oh, or, like, yeah, just yeah. there, and then they've been like, yeah, we'll do a special meal. And then you get, like, the best meal you've ever had. <laughs> but, I mean, that's not actually true. But um, Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's like a decent meal and you're like yeah this is actually money well spent and like, i'm glad i went here i mean it's not like you know it's not like gourmet vegan pizza with like vigusto cheese and oh man <laughs> a vigo bar a dessert. <laughs> yeah but um <laughs> see I, i'm quite a simple person as well like i i love pub grub like a baked potato yeah. and beans in fact that's oh, yeah. what i had today nice I'm more than satisfied with that for a, for a lunch or something like that yeah, exactly. It does the job, fills yeah, the gap. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not being awkward when I'm asking for something off menu or something simple compared to all my friends. I'm like, you know, no, no. I'm just. I'm content. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I'm happy with anything. Like I've got to that point now. If I'm out, like staying over someone's house or something, mm-hmm. or like they've let me stay on their sofa, and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, we haven't got any fruit. We're just gonna have to like have some boring porridge or something." I mean, porridge isn't boring, but like I know what you mean though. It's like that. that they're just like, "Oh, let's just have some simple plain pasta that's left over." Or like, I haven't got much in the fridge. I'm just like, I'm happy with anything. Like I don't. Yeah, even... man, just carve me up. Yeah, exactly. No, totally, and I, and exactly that, man. So long as it's safe for vegan, I don't really care. To be perfectly honest. Oh yeah. I can I can balance out my nutrition the next day if I need to if I'm lacking protein, which is never going to be the case. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Any day now, the protein deficiency is going to hit us all and we're going to die. I know. I'm saying that I haven't had dinner yet, so I shouldn't joke about that too much. You'll hear the <laughs> grumble of my stomach through in the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I ate beforehand, so I can't I can't feel the pain. Sorry. Oh, well prepared. Well prepared. Oh, yeah. I had lentil soup. Oh, nice. It was good. Like potato-y and like spicy. It was good. Oh, shh. Sh- too much information. Yeah, you're going to make me hungry. <laughs> So you were saying earlier you you were in Norwich hanging with Gemma and Paul. Yeah. Uh, so I saw a couple of the vlogs in the live stream. That was really good fun. Oh, were you there for the whole thing? Uh, no, man. It was late on and I was working early. Understandable, yeah. I um, it, it was We had some bad audio sh- issues at the end, I think. So you probably got the best part of it. Oh, definitely. Well, I, I, I made a point of going back the, the day in the morning and watching through. Oh, yeah cool yeah it's pretty good fun like it's much like the podcasts i love just i oh, so like, calm, like just chill fun videos of people just being themselves around, and having yeah. fun i think it's um 
like you can only do that with like a couple of people like if i tried to do a live stream on my own it would just be a bit boring and um you know yeah, what i mean like, it's, I suppose it's a it's lot fun. of it's a lot of moving parts like you would have to be constantly scrolling through comments to try and catch up and stuff yeah and that's but, when it starts becoming like a chore as opposed to just having a bit of fun yeah but that was like the best i've never done that before and it was like it was really cool because like there's different people that like you don't really get to chat to and like you might chat to them in a comment but for sure it's so much better just to be able to like talk to them and just explain yourself and like just give them some advice or like just say thanks i appreciate you watching the videos and stuff like that yeah exactly and it's like it's it, good yeah what it was interesting is like uh there's a lot of cross chatter in the comments as well so like <laughs> yeah. Jamie from Not Your Milk was, uh, sorry, Not Your Milk podcast was on as well. So like we were having oh, a yeah. bit of cross chat. That was funny. Yeah, oh, it was fun. It was nice to see all the the YouTubers coming on and supporting you as well. Yeah, it's cool. No, it was very cool. So what? Uh, when you were in Norwich, how long were you there? And did like did you get up to anything else? Yeah, it's been like I'm actually about to. Um, I'm actually about almost finished doing the like four hour. I don't know if it's actually going to be a four hour podcast, but I got four hours worth of audio holy crap in in there and it might end up being like three separate ones i originally was gonna do like an epic 20 well not 20 hour but like massive podcast where it's just got like everything where it's like yeah. here i'm in the kitchen now i'm in the bedroom <laughs> then i'm outside protesting in the earthlings experience or something and um i think that might still happen but uh i'm just putting it all together and like there's a few times where i had to like beat people's names and um uh add some extra sound effects and music and stuff which has been fun <laughs> but um yeah so what did we do so i got there on the friday a couple weeks ago whenever i can't remember now but i was there for about six and a half days so almost a week nice one so i got there um first we made some food and just sort of talked a bit and then what did we do the next day um i can't remember oh yeah then we went out and just sort of into norwich um with Annika Svenska from Greenwell TV. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, and some... <laughs> she some, seems really nice. Yeah, she's really cool. Uh, also, this camera guy that she, like, it's like he's kind of like a uni student with a big camera and microphone that she sort of brings around to everything uh, to sort of film this um, video that she's got for her YouTube or whatever she's doing. So we went around with her and sort of walked around, walked a dog, because Gemma does a kind of dog walking business thing. Oh, that's right, yeah. So, I mean, it's a perfect job, really. Um, sort of, like, getting out in nature, having a little walk, getting some exercise. So we did that, kind of walked the dog, um, went around with Annika. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, we filmed the thing. Uh, yeah, and the, <laughs> the camera guy. We spent the whole day with him. He even came over to... Um, actually, I'll, say, I'll explain the whole day. So we went out and then um, went into, like, the kind of Norwich market area where there's this vegan restaurant called Beer Kitchen. It's not Beer Kitchen, it's, like, B-I-A. Oh, um, oh, B oh, yeah, Paul's always got that on his vlogs. <laughs> ah, it's the best. It's amazing. Like, they've got these, like... I had, to be honest, I probably got way too much because, like, we'd eaten... I mean, when I'm over there, like, we eat so much because Paul's, like, proper into his food and they've just got loads of food constantly. Um, well, I'd had lots of food, but we went out and... Um, uh, I got like one of everything. I got this like bean burrito thing. I got this um, quesadilla. I got this like cauliflower. It's like beer, not beer, not beer like B I A, but beer like B E E R. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> beer battered. <laughs> confusing now. <laughs> beer battered cauliflower with like blue cheese dip. Cool. And uh, I, can't I had something else as well. I had like pretty much one of everything. 
and uh, that was good food. But I ended up like eating too much, and I felt like proper bloated afterwards. <laughs> but, um, that was fun. So we walked around. Um, I can't remember what we did. Oh yeah, we just filmed a load of stuff for Annika's different projects and stuff, and uh, found our way back. I can't remember what else we did. But yeah, and then we found our way back, and then I was chatting with the the camera guy. And I was like, so how long have you been vegan? And he's like, oh, I'm not vegan. And I was like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, I know, I get this a lot. Um, oh, no, cause, sorry, this day. We've, I forgot the whole thing. The reason why the camera guy was there, because it was the Earthlings experience. Oh, yeah, because it was International Earthlings. <laughs> no, that's right, yeah, yeah, That makes sense. That's what we did. That's the whole thing that I jumped. So, yeah, we did. that's why the camera guy, because we filmed all the Earthlings, talked to a lot of people, got through to a, like a lot of really young kids who were just like really interested by the funny masks and stuff. We just yeah. like explained it all to them. And like I think we turned quite a few people vegan in that. And like Paul is so good at chatting with people and just like explaining. He's like, I'm a vegan PT. Here's my card. You know, he's just like proper. He's just so friendly and happy. And you just like, you can't argue with him. I know he's like almost like the perfect advocate because not only is he oh, yeah. so friendly and approachable, he's a big guy that's in the fitness industry oh, yeah. and he's vegan. And it's like, you know what? Jeez. You can't really, you can't pull him on the the health aspect of it. Yeah, he's at all. He's perfect. So we did all that. Um, yeah, and then the camera guy wasn't vegan. I was like, so wait a minute, you go around filming all these vegan talks and vegan events, and he's like, yep. <laughs> and I was, I didn't know how to feel about this guy. And this 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 guy features in my podcast where I talk about it. But I was just like, because I, mean, I didn't want to make him feel awkward. I was just like, I mean, you know, you know, just I mean, he was eating all the vegan food, and yeah, you know. <laughs> But like I, after he left, I said to Paul and Gemma, I was like, you know, like I kind of like that guy. But when you really think about it, he's like he's gone to things where he's watched like Earthlings and Cowspiracy. For sure. He's seen all this stuff. He's learned all the facts. He's eaten all this tasty vegan food. He knows it's he's the right like thing it. to do. But he still hasn't changed. And that kind of makes me really hate him. <laughs> no, so, and it's really understandable. Uh, yeah. Because I think I, I, I almost talk, touched on this when I did speak to Paul. It's that whole... Mm. You you give people that sort of benefit of the doubt, like we were talking about earlier. Everyone's a good person; they don't yeah. know any better. And then you tell them, mm. and then what do they become if they don't choose to change? It's frustrating. It is very it's frustrating. Like, but I, I, some people just need a little bit longer time for it yeah. to sink in. But yeah, that that's that's often the <laughs> the difficult social situation that I find myself in. It's that whole I'll give you information in a very uh, easy to access and easy to learn way but you know unless you put the effort into actually learn and watch and change what you do then i don't know it, it changes your your sort of social social relationship a little i think yeah it does but um yeah so we did that we had like pretty much the day consisted not the day the week consisted of just me eating all the best food you could ever have um, I don't really need to go into all that, but they make the best food. Spot <laughs> well, I saw I saw some of the vlogs where oh, the, like, vlogs, the chickpea yeah. curry looked absolutely uh, crazy. Uh, it's great because they they have this like industrial sized pot where they they just put like twenty cans of chickpeas in there, and oh, that's amazing. like that's how big this is. Because Gemma um, does catering, is that right? Pretty much, yeah. She's it's the hungry herbivores yes, thing hungry where herbivores. she like makes these little raw bites and cooks like stuff and freezes it. Um, yeah, they're proper sorting themselves out there. It's good. But um, what else did we do? And then we were just sort of shooting videos, doing little podcast bits, and uh, we did the live stream. Um, also, we um, uh, we wasted a lot of time preparing for Paul's talk. Where uh, I mean, we did a sort of stickering, stickering round and stuff, and like, I went on some runs around the area. And um, but yeah, Paul had a talk on like a Tuesday. I think it was the Tuesday. 
where like this little kind of vegetarian it's called river green cafe um little sort of vegetarian slash vegan cafe restaurant place mm-hmm. um they'd invited him to do a talk for like a an hour long like it was sort of he did a kind of 15 minute talk with a sort of 45 minute q a and there were quite a few people in there that weren't vegan uh, and I was surprised because he was like, oh, I think it's just going to be a few of my friends. Yeah, but then yeah. I think there were probably, of, of the like 30, 40 people that were there, um, I think probably at least at least eight people weren't, maybe 10 people weren't vegan. Brilliant. Uh, I mean, probably a few were like vegetarian or like mostly vegan. But um, there was a lot of questions where from people that weren't vegan and that really, it made a nice Q&A. I think the videos are up on his channel now. Yeah, I, uh, I, I've, I think I watched, I've watched the first half. I haven't watched the second half yet. Yeah, um, it's good though because like it's you want it, as much as it's great to speak to to other vegans and be motivated by them. You you want to speak to non vegans. Oh yeah. So it's great that they're they're asking questions because that's what you want non vegans to engage. Mm. But yeah, I mean, his speech was like really awesome. Has he uploaded his speech yet? I don't think he has. I don't think he's uploaded the speech yet. I, nah. I know the Q and A is up. Yeah, I think because um, I what we did is we did like a rehearsal recording right? where, I mean, we did loads of takes for loads of it and I've just cut it all together and I'm putting clips and stuff over it. Or it's like a kind of a studio ready, high quality gotcha, yeah. um, kind of dress rehearsal. And basically it's going to look better than the actual thing itself. So I think you might just be holding out because I'm about to upload that and um, I'm going to put it on my channel just to kind of... Because uh, the speech itself, it's just like it covers everything. It like goes through his story, but just like goes through all the information and like all the nutrition. Brilliant. And it's going to be super viral, I think, because uh, the edit's going to be good and he's just like... With all the little kind of parts that you do in a live thing where it's a little bit sketchy and like you make a little stumble yeah, and you, like none of that's there. So we're... Um, that might be why he hasn't put that up yet. Yeah, I'd um, great for him to have something like that. Yeah, um, so we did this talk, that was really good, we have a meal out, and then what would be the next, oh then the next day in Norwich, went over to like kind of Norwich town again, we did a load of like street interviews in the rain uh, with Emma at Banana Warrior Princess, shout outs oh, to her, um, so yeah, I've actually, I'm about to upload one of those, I say I'm about to, probably tomorrow now, but um, <laughs> I was going to um, upload like, there was this, I mean I was interviewing random people, it was one of them I interviewed. It was like the first one when I like first started it. Then she was already vegan, and I was like, "Damn it! I've already Damn. gone through the whole like." I was asking her all these kind of hypothetical hypothetical questions, where it's like kind of dipping around, like weaving around the subject. And then, and then, like as soon as I got kind of hardcore onto it, she's like, "Yeah, I, I know what you mean. That's why I'm vegan." And I'm like, "Damn it! You Damn you!" Just... And your perfect answers <laughs> that was setting up for a great finish. <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to be. I was like right ready to turn you vegan, and I was like, "Damn, you're already vegan." Yeah. But anyway, um, good warm up though. Good warm up. Yeah, it was nice. But um, there was one person I talked to where, like, she was just, like, really fascinated by it all. So it was just a case of, like, her just listening to me talk for about 10 minutes. And I just gave, like, I mean, I haven't listened to it back properly. But um, what I would consider just, like, the perfect seven minutes that you need to hear that will turn you vegan. So I'm going to upload that as, like, raw awesome. footage, basically. I'm and yeah, it's just like a case of like, she's just like, oh, what's wrong with milk? And I was like, that's what, that's what's wrong with milk. And it's like, well, what's wrong with eggs? That's what's wrong with eggs. And it's not even healthy for you. And like Paul here, he's a personal trainer. He doesn't need no protein. And it was just like, <laughs> I was proud of myself for that. So um, that happened. And then um, later the day, I went over to Paul's gym and we kind of hung out there for a little bit. Um, yeah, but, I saw you guys, were, you did a bit of training together. Has that been uploaded? I believe so, yeah. I, oh, I haven't yeah, watched it yet. I'm so behind on YouTube and I'm like, out. I need to check, catch up. Um, 
but that happened. What else happened? Uh, yeah, then I pretty much went over. Oh, and then 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 I went over from London from Norwich to London and did a little other stuff, and then London to Bristol. But <laughs> uh, vegan activist on tour. Yeah, it's been like a a few people have said it. It's been like a two week holiday, but like just traveling around, and I suppose you could say that. But it's yeah. been quite a productive holiday because I, I, mean, I would say sort of holiday, but like working holiday of yeah, being yeah. active, but good to spend time with friends it's good because like even though it's kind of a break from stuff it's introduced me to a lot of new stuff that i wouldn't normally do because like, i mean nice. where i am now i've got no one to do street interviews with so i can't really do street interviews just on my own like with a camera it's like mm-hmm. just you can't do it like that yeah it's just, um, there's, there, you have certain limitations for certain uh, demos. yeah and like you can't do podcasts just on your own all day i mean skype's great for this sort of thing but it's for quite sure. nice to do like live stuff and like um just like randomly chatting with people and filming stuff and like protests and stuff. It's just like, it's, it's been a nice, um, like I said, just like a holiday from it all and just like new, um, trying new things. Uh, you, I think when you're spending time with other people who are more experienced and confident than you are, like Paul is really great at just talking to people. And like, I, like one-to-one, I'm, I'm fairly good, but I still like, I feel like I've got a lot to learn. And like, it's just nice seeing other people who are just like ahead and they're a bit more confident and, um, Emma's great at just grabbing people off the street and getting them to do it. Where I kind of mm-hmm. suck at doing that. Like I can talk to them once we're there and having a conversation, For but sure. like it's it's quite that hard. To, like, engagement. Yeah, it's like, hey, can you uh, be in my video? And they're like, what? And Emma, hey. like, <laughs> yeah. Emma and Paul are just like, <laughs> and it just works. It's cool. No, yeah. and that's good though, because it's like you 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 vibe off of each other, and you know, like, mm. you like you said, you're learning new stuff, and your confidence is growing. You're like you're seeing what's effective with other people doing a type of activism that you want to do. You know, it's no, it's good. Yeah, because uh, I've watched quite a lot. Of, in fact, well, all of uh, Emma's and Ed's oh, uh, street so interviews are so good. Yeah, and Vegan Geezer does some really good ones as well. Oh, I haven't seen them. I I don't know how many he's got. He's got a few, but I um went around with him doing one. Um, I'm not featured in the video at all, but um. I think it's something like uh, he asked like the same que- like the same like sort of five questions to loads of different people, uh-huh. and he cuts it together in like a really nice way. Um, he he knows yeah. how to edit his, his speech from Vegfest. Is excellent. <laughs> oh, I to be honest, I think what that guy, speaker. like he, that guy's right ready to explode on YouTube. I think give I him another so. couple months, and I think um, I think it's inevitable because he's got to that point where the quality of your videos and the passion behind it all. Uh, is so good that like he's just gonna get like, I think there'll be a stage where like it's taken him a long time to get to like ten thousand. I mean he's not ten thousand yet, but he's like eight thousand or something, eight eight nine. Like once he gets to ten thousand, he'll get to twenty thousand in like a couple of weeks, I think. Yeah, I, then, I, I could see cause that. Because happened yeah. to me, I think. Like it was like a slow thing getting up there, and then once you're there, and he's do he's doing a lot of good talks as well, and he's doing a lot of videos with JoJo mm, that are getting what like. Cool kid. Ah, I saw him the other day. He's just like. He's like the mascot of veganism. He's just got everything down. He's like a hardcore activist. He's just like really energetic and healthy and just like, you just can't argue with that guy. No, exactly. But, um, it's like li- the living example, positive and healthy. Yeah. And um, yeah, like I mean, I think he did a video that got sort of uploaded on Facebook and it's got like a million views already where he went into a supermarket and um, it's like, um, what happens when my four-year-old goes food shopping or something? Yeah, just, I've like, seen that. It was so good. Yeah, but that's gone on Facebook. It's like a million views or something. Oh, that's so. unreal. Because that, I think that was relatively recent as well. 
Oh yeah, it's been like a couple of weeks. I think two weeks now. That's so. awesome. It's crazy. But yeah, I mean, Bob's got um, Bob A.K. Martin. It's like interchangeable names. Uh, <laughs> Bob's his like nickname, but he's um, like like me. He's been asked to do like loads of talks because he's a good public speaker. So he's just getting around everywhere. He's got all the good contacts, and uh, he's going to write an ebook soon where uh, it's like how to be a like how to raise a vegan family or something. Awesome. And uh, yeah, I think he's right on the edge of making it a full time sustainable job. Oh, that would be brilliant. Because um, he's just he's putting so much work into it. It's amazing. No, it's good. It's always great to see someone on the brink of success that deserves it. Yeah. No, nah, they've been the kindest people because, like, when I'm in London, I always stay over there because it's just, like, one of the nicest places to be. <laughs> and, like, I'm always welcome there. And it's, like, it's easy to, like, some people say that you're welcome. For sure. But then you, you kind of feel like you're kind of overstaying your welcome. But with them, it's, like, they're just, like, so happy to see me every time I'm there. And, like, JoJo's the same. Like, when I'm there, JoJo's just, like, really happy. Like, oh, yeah, I want Michael, get Michael back again. <laughs> um their family is so nice um so yeah love those guys uh we've got a video actually because i shot a film uh i shot a film i filmed a video with um jojo and i did a sort of a, it's like a guide to basically raising a vegan kid so cool. that's almost done um i've got a lot of projects that are almost done but they're just like i've kind of put them off because i've been around but now it's like time to put it all together and upload like three video i don't i'm not going to do three videos a day but i'll probably upload them and like schedule them out and uh For sure That'll be good. No, awesome, man. It's, it's good to know that there's some more juicy content coming soon. Oh, yeah. I mean, my, my, my YouTube content has been very, um, what's the word recently? Um, spon- no, not spontaneous. It's, been, it's, been not, it's not been regular. Oh, it's so been sporadic. Like, spor- that's the one. Yeah, sporadic. It's, um, bits and bobs of things, and I've been out, in and out, and doing stuff, and I've not really properly finished stuff. I've kind of gotten bored of projects and then, like, just gone back to them and not finished them. and. Mm. It's um I think this next uh, yeah this next week where I'm just gonna be sat behind a computer like maybe f- fifteen hours a day, I'm gonna be just like damn <laughs> I'm gonna be um full project mode on I'm gonna let loose like you don't know it's gonna be um some of my best content I think that I've ever put out in on the internet. That's exciting, man! It's uh, good to get in that zone though that you're like no I want to do this. This isn't a labor or a chore. It's just I want to do it. Yeah, I've had phases though. This is like a whole other thing. Like it's happened fairly recently, a little bit, where um, I like kind of burnt out a bit and kind of lost the passion for it because it's been like it kind of it's almost become a chore. Yeah. And then I've kind of taken a break from that. And like I think maybe the two weeks has really helped with that because I've got to that point where I've got loads of footage. I've met loads of people. I'm proper like motivated and inspired. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just like right ready to just like go back into it full force. Like this is going to be like. You don't even know. Like you just wait and see. <laughs> Get excited. No, good man. It's like everyone gets burnt out. That's a totally normal thing. Like, yeah. It, but it's bouncing back. That's the important bit. Exactly. Yeah, my bounce back is going to be the best bounce back YouTube has ever seen. Oh, man. I'm gonna pick it up. I love it. No, I'm just. Like, I'm like. Yeah, I'm gonna go there. Like I think because my my subscription sort of my subscriber thing is like forty five thousand now. I think. Nice. It's been kind of slow, slowly going up. But I think give me, give me a month. I reckon I can get a hundred thousand. Ooh, nice! Like, just I'm putting that out there. I'm gonna go for because uh, like it happened to that vegan couple. They went from like fifty thousand to a hundred thousand in about a month because like a few things got shared and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, it. It just takes one or two like big videos, and that's it. Yeah, you're totally right when you were saying about vegan geezer. Like once you kind of hit that 
like threshold like making bigger numbers is just way easier yeah yeah you just gotta keep going and it's um it's not just it's not just like doing it at the moment it's like a like people don't appreciate your videos that you're doing over the time and all of a sudden everyone looks back and they're like wow they were doing some amazing stuff and like you get all this attention and all these old videos that are like a year old are like <laughs> getting hundreds of thousands of views and you're like wow that was worth doing even though it only got 10 views first well that's it man it's all relative to the kind of audience you've got at the time of putting it out it's not like necessarily yeah. a true reflection of the quality if you're not mm. getting loads of views yeah it's true just just needing that bit of traction but you're certainly getting there man jeez mm. i see your stuff all over the place yeah it does get around i i get around that's the thing <laughs> literally this week or yeah, this month even <laughs> yeah it never stops really it's like a constant adventure no it's good man but you, you seem to have got like a nice uh circle of people around you that motivate mm. no you've definitely got the right idea and it seems like for me like we as the vegan noobs we haven't really tackled youtube effectively yet yeah but i found uh differentiating the contents helping yeah uh, podcasts are super easy for me to kind of just jump on skype and start chatting with people or, yeah yeah i'm more of a fan of podcasts at the moment than youtube because um with podcasts i can kind of listen to them when i'm on the train and stuff and, exactly um yeah i'm really like i don't know like i haven't watched youtube in a while but i've really kept in touch with all the podcasts and stuff so yeah. it's been um yeah, it's a new format. I like that. No, it's excellent. Sometimes it's like YouTube will be on the background, but often there'll be the time where because it's video, there'll be some sort of visual cue that you need to see. Yeah. But podcasts, you can just, like you say, just put it on and you can listen. And you don't mind listening for hours because mm. it's, I don't know, it's, it's much more easy to sit back and listen away. Yeah, I think like this is just something about podcasts. Like, I think most people every single day, they have at least maybe I say at least two hours. There's probably like way more than that. There's probably at least two hours in your day where you could be more productive, mm-hmm. and you're like maybe you're washing up or you're like just kind of sat in your bed, kind of like not doing anything, or like you're on your bike or you're like on the train commuting somewhere, or like all these little things that like kind of add up, or like. <laughs> I'm trying to think, oh, you're in the bath or something, you're in the shower or something. I suppose showering with a podcast isn't probably a good idea, but you know... Um, it's not easy, but it is doable. I like that challenge. Depends how that. long you go for a shower. Yeah. And how I suppose long the episode is, I guess. Hard to listen to it, but um, if it's loud enough. But anyway, um, all these little things, they really add up. And just to have like like an hour or so or two hours worth of podcasts, it's like just fresh vegan listening where you can just like sure, learn man. something, you can get a bit excited about stuff, you can laugh and... Like, that's important, I think. Um, and it's just made me, uh, it just gets you through the day, really. And just, um, yeah, it I makes think so. life like, fun. It, exactly like you're saying, like your chores and your mundane tasks, you know, that's a perfect time to just chuck on the stereo, Yeah, put on a podcast. I've got, are you going to say more? I, w- I was just going to say, and no matter what, there will always be a vegan revolution podcast <laughs> waiting to be listened to because oh, yeah. it's got I, like I, a massive backlog. I've exhausted them now, but um, it's good because there's more podcasts like your one and stuff. Just like when I ran out of his ones, <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like, oh, I've had a spike. Oh, it's because everyone's caught up on uh, <laughs> Rev's content. <laughs> yeah, but it's good though because like uh, Jamie's not your milk podcast. His stuff's brilliant as well. So yeah, it's true. It's like between obviously your your podcast as well. It's like there's yeah. loads and loads of content, and then 
yeah. uh, Rich Roll. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh man. Well, and and Ali Tabrizi, he's got a podcast as well, but he's not done a lot of content nah, he's, recently. He's not going to do them. Like, I've chatted with him about it. Like, this is um, not to disappoint anyone, but. Um, oh, yeah, he's not got major creative plans with his podcast anytime soon, actually. They're just busy on working on their um, big project they're doing. Of course, yeah. Um, all confidential stuff that I can't talk about here. But <laughs> Damn it, I'm not getting any. I could tell you, stories. like. No, nah, man, I'm just playing. Anyway, um. <laughs> but yeah, there's loads of content on uh, various podcast platforms. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But I was going to say that um, when you've got, like, podcasts to listen to, it makes you look forward to all the mundane tasks in life. Totally. It's like, yes, I've got time to listen to this because I have is. to do this thing. It's like, and that makes, I think it makes life more enjoyable and you start to appreciate every moment. I mean, I suppose it's probably a better thing to actually just appreciate the simple moments of life when you're like not doing anything anyway. Oh, but it's good to know that there's like <laughs> distractions that might take the the edge off the mundane. Yeah, I think it's good because, you know, you like whatever you're doing, you can always like no matter how bad your time is like whatever you're doing you just like stick a podcast on and it just like kind of cheer you up and like just entertain you for a bit definitely man yeah that's our podcast uh big up <laughs> yeah we've done the rounds of all the ones we listen to <laughs> no but it's good it's like uh, in terms of producing podcasts like i love it because it gives me a chance to speak to people that i want to speak to mm. about veganism and just learn about other people yeah and they're fairly easy to just produce as well which is nice because like for me oh man it's yours is so simple. Yours is more um, professional than mine, I'd say, because mine is pretty much just like let's upload it and go. You like to hang loose, man. You like to live on the edge. I do. I'm like, you know, um, I think people That's appreciate not a bad that because I think what I've done, like um, on YouTube, it's become. And I had a bit of a phase where I was almost scared to upload a really casual video of just me kind of chatting to a camera. Because I was like, people expect like hardcore, amazing educational films and stuff from me. Okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I was kind of scared of putting out some like casual me. Because part of me is maybe it's some kind of like deep insecurity where I'm like, I don't feel like me talking to someone is like worth listening to, like just casually. And then I like I went straight into podcasts and it's just been like a chance for me to just be myself and just chat. Um, and like there's no restrictions on it. I don't have to think about like, ah, uh, you know, um, is this entertaining or am I saying like and um too many times? And it's just like, who cares? Oh, I don't mind. Like, I hate listening back to recordings and it's all like the little verbal ticks that I have. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's, I, but it's good to to do that process and just kind of have that chat. Like, I, I, I enjoy the your mega casual podcasts. Yeah. It, it does give, like, obviously you've been on YouTube a while now and you've got a lot of content and you're well known in the community. Yeah. So it's nice to get that other side of your life as well because it get you get to know yeah a bit more about you yeah i think people appreciate that because a lot of people have been like i want to see kind of more of your personal life and like just see who you are behind the like voiceover or whatever no for sure like because <laughs> I, uh, I as much as i love informative videos i really like watching people's vlogs just to kind of yeah. get a, a sense of what they're about in their day-to-day yeah. you know i just it's interesting i think it's just like that internet generation of sh- how you share yourself with the internet i don't know yeah that's that's a good thing i I think so anyway so what does the future hold for you then michael like you just seem so busy you're going to be editing for a while this is it i'm um my life at the moment is so spontaneous that um i haven't really focused on the future much because i'm not really um 
I mean, part of like kind of how I'm going at the moment feels like it's like on the edge of being unsustainable, but just like just sustainable enough for me to keep going the next day. Gotcha. So I've got like I've got the next day in mind, but I don't really think beyond that. And sometimes it's to my detriment. But um, (laughs) it might be because I'm really young and I think a lot of excitement and fun stuff has been like thrust upon. maybe Maybe that's the wrong kind of it's been kind of thrown upon me like really early and I feel like I'm just kind of an excited I'm still am a teenager I'm 19 I'm an excited teenager just kind of loving life and just like living on the edge um maybe I'll grow up someday or maybe yeah, it'll just continue on, for the rest of my trap. life <laughs> so um yeah I haven't really thought thought too far I mean I think like YouTube like as it goes I think it's just going to get more and more sustainable and I'm just going to get better high quality and I think I'm going to work on, I mean, I've got plans anyway. I'm sort of in the works of making sort of bigger projects where I can step back and make uh, ebooks that really help people. And it's not so much ebooks just like to sell an ebook for the sake of an ebook. I've got ebook ideas that haven't been done before and I'll actually genuinely benefit people. Sweet. And I won't put like massive price tags on these things. I mean, it helps to have a bit of money from like putting time into stuff, but. Well, it enables you to do, although it's not charging money for the sake of making money it's also enabling further projects it's true and um also i want to work on bigger films like documentaries and stuff like what ali tabriz is doing um i'm not quite ready to do anything that big scale yet but i say give me a couple years and i think that'll definitely happen and not just like one i think it'll be just a constant thing where there's always going to be more things to, to talk about um so yeah, documentaries and bigger projects, but obviously just more and more YouTube stuff getting better. I think I'm going to go more kind of bite-sized vegan style where it's going to get high quality and high quantity, um, but in just kind of a organized way. Because at the moment I'm very, like there's no proper, I mean, I like it about my life that it's kind of spontaneous and sporadic if it needs to be. But I do definitely need to sort of sit down and like really put like a game plan out for the future so i think it's going to get more organized and like you know how emily's just like she's on it for every single thing she's like oh yeah remember to check out my twitter and instagram and patreon and all that and like she's just got a system and she's created that and i i'm just winging it every time so i think like it's gonna get i'm gonna get less um i'm gonna get more organized basically in my life um i want to uh do a lot more talks so like as we said before i've got a few of them lined up like this year has been like crazy exciting for the amount of projects i'm going to be doing like with um public speaking and i think he's just going to constantly grow from there because like, as soon as a few people hears me talk um people realize i can do this well and um then more and more people are like, oh, we want you over as well and i think traveling will be a nice thing where i'm doing talks like abroad and getting to sort of meet people because it's been nice being just sort of traveling around the uk and mm. just sort of visiting little areas and that's easy because i can get on the train there for sure but yeah. like say get me over to I'm trying to think of a great place like Toronto or somewhere like that to do a talk, and that'll be just that'll be like a whole never le- another level of it. Um, sure, well, it's good to know that like that sort of aspect of your activism being a public speaker will hopefully enable that. Yeah, I mean, it's great because I mean I can film the talks as well, so like it works for the YouTube as well. Definitely, man. Um, I think the podcasts are going to be like podcasts are going to be like my main thing. I think at, at one point, like I'm going to be doing. Um, I, I enjoy making podcasts probably more than I do videos, so. That'll be a big thing. Um, uh, what else I want to do? Just constantly helping people. and um, I don't know. What else is there to do? I feel like I've had all the fun in life. Like, Man, it sounds maybe, like you're doing everything. 
I'm gonna get to like I'm gonna get to like thirty, and then I'll just be like, oh, what's next? I've already turned the world vegan, and <laughs> so to just sit here on my hammock and stroke my cat. <laughs> nice man, just, just enjoy retire the them. It is. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, there's always gonna be something new that will pop up, so it's just like embrace the adventure of life, meet oh, new people. Good for you, man. That's the that's the way I look, in my opinion. Awesome. So before we wrap up, what was like the best piece of advice that someone gave you either before you became vegan or since you've been vegan? Okay, this is a good one. Uh, I mean, this is something that I give as advice to people and I kind of pretend like, because my next, I say my next video, a video that I had the idea of making today and I've already scripted it and I'm about to make it. I think it's going to be one of my best videos actually. So uh, get excited for that. But and it <laughs> just starts. You keep talking about it. I can't wait to watch it. It starts with this line basically. It's like veganism isn't about being perfect. It's just about like doing your best, you know, in a world where it's just like not easy to do your best. And I think the the mindset that you don't have to be perfect to be vegan, that really, really helped me just like get into it. Cause I'm very perfectionist with my life and like, if I'm, I don't like to mess up, and if I mess up, I feel very discouraged, and I just want to give up. Mm. And I think most people are like that. So I think the fact that, like, to be vegan, you don't have to be. And it's not. This isn't like encouraging people because I think you can misinterpret that to be like, oh, you'd have to be perfect. Let's just eat a, a cheeseburger once in a yeah. while. And it's okay. It's just like go vegan overnight. But if you mess up, and you will mess up, like don't beat yourself up too much. Just learn and grow. Absolutely. Yeah. No, and I think that that's that's really that's really wise words as well. It's like, for we don't live in a vegan world, so mm. it's it is about doing the best you can and recognizing where you've fallen down. Yeah, and to don't repeat the same mistake as best you can anyway. Mm. Awesome, dude. Well, yeah. thank you so much for spending some time on the podcast with us. Yeah, it's been a good conversation. Getting to know you a bit better. That was really good fun. Yeah, you too. It's been fun. I've been looking forward to this. Thanks again to Michael for coming on the Vegan Noobs podcast. It was great to finally get a chance to speak with him. If you want to find out more about Michael and all his activities as the vegan activist, check the description below for all his links. And as always, you can find Vegan Noobs at facebook.com slash vegan noobs.